Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Stephen Reyes here with my gunslinging co-host. Ooh, I like that one. My name is Sean Anderson. Pew pew. Pew pew indeed. And this week we are talking about Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, which westerns are amazing, but this one has a little bit of comedy and a lot of... <laughs> yes, that will be an ongoing theme in this episode. <laughs> I'll say, yeah. So... Without further ado, this is more movies. Please. Oh, it is happy levels, levels to you, sir. Happy levels, levels to you too, Stephen. Great to hear from you. Great to talk to you, even as always. That. We always continue our conversation because I always love how when we go to record, we chat and we try to start recording immediately. <laughs> what is that? Ever it, it's it's never happened. Like the shortest I think we've ever had was a half hour. And today is like an hour and four minutes later. Yeah. Now we start recording. <laughs> hey, you know, I, it, it, in these uh, uncertain times, as they say, you got to you got to get your um, social interactions in whenever you can, because it's so so much harder to do that. I mean, I haven't seen you in person for I don't know how long it's been a while. And by the time this airs, maybe that will be changed because we're making progress. Luckily, I know. Like, yeah, doff my hat to mm-hmm. you, sir, for getting your first shot. That is good mm-hmm. on you for that one. I'm just happy that they adjusted some of the job descriptions that qualify. Me too. Me too. Everybody should get vaccinated. I'm looking forward to getting vaccinated. Um, and anybody who doesn't is, well, I don't know what to say. Please do. that. There is no tracker in it. Everything else. <laughs> yeah, Bill Gates just get is not chicken, out to get you. Yeah, get some chicken soup and some jello and some old episodes of The Price is Right and you'll be fine. Ah, uh, you were Yeah, I guess I did Price is Right too. I my memory of of that experience it revolves around Brady Bunch. Mm. But Price is Right was on the list too. I yeah, old Bob Barker Price is Right episodes. Yeah, Bob Barker Price is Right, um Canada Dry saltines and soup for me nice nice absolutely and of course jerry springer and judge (laughs) judy (laughs) yeah 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 oh and for anybody who's not automatically getting this trigger we're referring to what it was like being homesick from school in the 90s god the best i mean okay you you weren't feeling great but it was also still like the best experience because <laughs> <laughs> you get to watch stuff that you normally wouldn't because when you weren't home and you didn't have the instant streaming like you do now which is great yep. but there is something about hey you can only watch this at a certain time and you get to say hey i got to see this and you didn't right? yeah but also when you're sick and there's nothing else on tv to choose from you don't have to feel guilty about watching some of the stuff you did <laughs> <laughs> like maury povich maury, yeah yeah no it's 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 comfort food, and yeah, you you deserve it. Plus, all the commercials back mm-hmm. then, I think, were actually all better. You didn't have to sit through like a cumulative like three hours of uh, uh, mesothelioma uh, class action lawsuit commercials uh, or whatever. Yes, uh, the commercials were quicker. Like now, I'll be watching something on Hulu because I gave my mom the Hulu account that has no commercials. I kept the Verizon free one for my cell phone. Oh, you're there. You go wow. plug Verizon. That is, you are such a good son, Stephen. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'll get commercials when I watch Hulu and it's great because they only do it like twice uh-huh. in a show, but then they like cram all the ones back to back. So you have like 
two minutes of commercials. You know, I'm okay with that. Like, if you're going to have to give me commercials or some sort of ad, then fine, mm-hmm. fine. But don't do like 12 minutes total spread out, like every, you know, interrupting the content every three or four minutes. Like, just just yeah. give it to me all at once at the beginning or the end or whatever. And then let's get on with our day. I'm still annoyed that how loud commercials are. Like I get like back in the day, they would make it loud because you're watching in the middle of the night. They want to wake you up and get your attention. Oh, is that why? I thought... <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, just think about it. Like, cause you're watching your show and then a commercial comes on and you can easily block it out, but they want your attention. Of, boom. Yeah, that's true. Like I often, the minute I see that countdown ad clock pop up on Hulu when we're watching modern family, yeah. I grab this value remote and crank it down because I know it's going to be loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a game of whack-a-mole and sometimes <laughs> I lose. Oh, no. Waking up your dog, waking up your girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. And that, as always, is your spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. I don't know how those led to spoilers, but hey, you know, we we, we got to get that in somewhere. Well, yeah. We're, the spoilers of what your experience will be like with Free Hulu and spoilers that when we talk about our actual movie, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, we're going to be giving away stuff. Sorry, we're talking about Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Yeah, we we will have some 90s kickback soon that in the future we're going to have some 90s movies. We actually have a 90s TikTok enthusiast that has agreed to join on with us. Really? Which we'll cover that some other time. Uh, no, uh, man, I'm going to have to wait just like everybody else. You son of a bitch, Steven. I'm <laughs> <laughs> this. I, I, I don't like waiting. I want to know. You won't have to wait. Oh, but they will. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. You wonderful audience. Just let it be known. This is all Steven's fault. <laughs> yes. Sean has the VIP pass. And if you'd like to be one of our VIPs, give us your fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not as aggressive as that. They will happily make a Patreon and give you guys some swag. Uh, okay. You know what? I'm down for that. Guys, if if you want to fund our lives and uh, make it so like we can do this full time, then I will spend all of my time coming up with good stuff for you. We can have some contest trivias, special edition steel DVD cases or oh, movies damn. to give away. Yeah. I love that stuff. Uh, even maybe like once a month B movie virtual screenings. <gasps> okay. Yeah, sure. 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 Mm-hmm. That would be cool. You could experience the B movie bonus madness with us. Oh, man. And there have been some good ones. Oh, heavy metal would have been weird. <laughs> heavy, heavy metal is weird. I've actually found some absurd stuff out there really? that's creeped me out. <laughs> More so, oh gosh. Okay, well if it's creeping, More so than rubber. <laughs> really? And it's creeping you out. Uh that Yes. <laughs> that has that has me very worried. <laughs> Though, yeah, so like, if you guys want to experience that, yeah. message us on Twitter or Instagram and we will get that Patreon going. I okay, you know what? For for being able to do this full time, I will gladly experience whatever horrors Steven is cooking up. Yes. And everybody is always welcome to drink while they watch. That is not <laughs> excluded. Yeah, sometimes it's, it's greatly encouraged, depending on the film we're watching. Mm-hmm. Well, OK, I don't but know. That got me excited. This film okay. required no drinking, although it was nice to have with it because I just felt like I was yeah. sitting with them at the saloon. Right. Okay, so it was less of a like uh, uh, trying to dull the pain of the experience, kind of drinking, trying less of trying to forget having seen this uh, uh, like a monster of a film, and more just like relaxing with it, and and just like being present, and just like ah, 
this is a good time. Yeah, that this one, I'd have to say, like, there's multiple westerns I've seen in the past, and with this one, it wasn't like, oh, it's dirty, it's grody, everybody's trying to kill me, which there were people trying to kill them. That is 100 percent a That's thing. Good, like half of but the it, film, yeah, yeah. It it showed a lot of what would happen if you were just living the good life and just wandering around being carefree for the most part in the West. Yeah. Had, had a, a little bit of fame and notoriety. Um, but like they didn't really, you know, Butch Cassidy, Sundance kid, their hole in the wall gang. They didn't really mm-hmm. have the sort of like, I don't know. Everybody seemed to like them. They came across like, I mean, I think they were stealing from, uh, banks and trains and everything for their own, uh, purposes they weren't like robin hooding that money and giving it back to the poor or anything yeah that they were definitely stealing it for what they wanted to but uh butch was pretty generous with his funds like his women he was definitely generous with Mm -hmm. or at least the woman we saw he always wanted to buy dinner for his crew and sundance and everything so he just burned through all the money they got. That it was the high that they wanted. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Why else would he go down to Bolivia and keep trying that uh, when you could have gotten away kind of scot free? I mean, mm-hmm. they could have lived in New York for the rest of their lives at some point. But that's we'll get to that. Um, I yeah, I find it fascinating that they were allowed to get you know to get away with so much. I think principally because Butch Cassidy was just such a, a charming fella. He mm-hmm. like. I, he never was he he never tried to get on anybody's bad side and sundance was a, i mean he was a little bit more introverted and kind of quiet but he also wasn't he wasn't an asshole but butch yeah. like he could talk your ear off and he was just like pleasant to be around and i think if you're that sort of a person especially in this time the the film set in like i you could get away with robbing whatever you want mm-hmm. sundance you said it was pretty introverted even if you pissed them off like that one card game where the guy was like, I don't know how you're cheating, but you're cheating oh, was yeah. like calling him the out. The opening scene. Such a good scene. Yeah. That was a great scene. And you know, the minute that Butch calls him Sundance, the other guy is probably just oh, yeah. thinking. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> this moment he knew he was glad he wore the brown pants. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> nice callback to... We need to cover Deadpool at some point. I, okay, just I as digress. a quick aside, I watched that with Johanna this last weekend. <laughs> oh, okay. We have to get like at least a one or two liner on how that went. That was fantastic. It was. Uh, I, I love the film. Um, she didn't really like the violence, but I think she ended up enjoying it. So the comedy, at least, exactly. Very much like uh, Deadpool's sort of fourth wall uh, asides, where he's like. Did your boyfriend could tell you to come and watch us? Did he tell you it was a romance? Well, no. People are going <laughs> to die. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because it's perfect. Because it's, it's other than the term boyfriend, if you swap it out for husband, yes. you'd be talking to right to you <laughs> <Absolutely>. guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, it was oh, a good experience. Man. We're going to watch the second one soon, too. Very nice. Very nice. But anyway, Butch Cassidy. So, yeah. Uh, you know what? That, that, yeah, the opening scene was just such a good, like, distillation of... Or, or, or I don't know uh, example of the personalities of both characters, both Butch and Sundance. Mm-hmm. You know, Butch was very genial, talkative, fun, just like good to be around, but also uh, you know a little timid. Like he he was not somebody who wanted to get his hands dirty with anything. He was just like he's the 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 people man. He deals he like he's the charmer. And he leaves the the dirty gunfighting business to Sundance. And Sundance 
Puh, like that man can shoot like nobody's business. Although apparently he needs to be uh, moving to be able to do it. But I think that makes sense because he's just like wants to be in motion to aim at a target. Like something standing still doesn't feel natural to him versus like an actual showdown that he's having. Which we did get one time where Butch got called out mm-hmm. for a fight. Oh yeah, and I, I love that. Like he's just like well, let's establish the rules, and Harvey's like. There are no rules. <laughs> kick kick right, right to the groin. <laughs> it's like, how did you not see that coming? <laughs> I don't know. As somebody that big and that slow moving, like you, you gotta mm. watch watch the jewels, man, because that's where everybody's gonna yeah. go right off. Because it was like one hit and done. It's like, okay, that was a good fight. Let's move on. Oh, that was his idea. Let's do that. <laughs> <I know>. like, <laughs> hey, a good idea. A good plan's a good plan. Why not? Yeah. If Harvey had just told him the plan to begin with, like. Hey, I don't agree with this. Listen to this. Right. And like showing up with a glass of whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Could have avoided the jewels. Would kick. have been great. And there wouldn't have been like, you know, the, the hole in the wall gang wouldn't have basically split up. It, you know, everybody would have come out ahead. But instead, nope, he's uh, he's, mm-hmm. he's gonna he's gonna have a rough, probably weak. That was a good kick. And the boots that they wear back. Oh, then. man. Just pointy toed, like good leather. Oh, assuming that nothing popped. Oof. That was a disgusting image and i will thank you to never bring it up again (laughs) Uh, how about we go back to the after a bank robbery they're sitting in what i'm guessing is a brothel and there's a like a a sheriff trying to recruit a posse to go hunt them down (laughs) and they're sitting on the balcony right above them listening to this whole campaign not just that but like the sheriff's like come on town we we gotta do it let's let's go up and round up these guys they're causing problems they're stealing our money and nobody in that crowd is volunteering to help they're like why would we do this we love butch and sundance the hole in the wall gang are great (laughs) you know Uh, hey they're taking money but at least you know they're fun (laughs) <laughs> they're, yeah like you said they're just a story above i don't i, I know i wish i i kind of would love to have seen sort of like a prequel sort of thing to this one just because i don't like how how well known are butch and sundance do they have wanted posters up everywhere like why didn't this sheriff <laughs> know know what they look like, like i mean clearly they they should have been in his field of view just up on that balcony looking down on him Maybe, maybe not, because who knows, maybe the sheriff is very timid and would never look in the direction of the brothel because he'd be, like, embarrassed. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those uh, puritanical, just like, we're, you know, gotta do good because gotta gotta be good mm-hmm. sort of people. Yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of like every Lethal Weapon movie up until the third, whenever a guy wanted to avoid a woman that was, like, giving him a hard time, specifically the therapist... Mm-hmm. They would just walk right into the bathroom and point to the men's room and she would just leave them alone. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't to the third movie that like Rene Russo's character just followed Riggs into the men's right. bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, gosh, such a good film. We're going to have to do all of this. Oh, uh, I'm happy to do that because I'm currently rewatching just because I finally got them all on my virtual mm-hmm. account. So it is fun and I will happily rewatch them again. I mean, the first three are just all fantastic. And the fourth one is still, yeah. it's entertaining. Yeah. It's entertaining. It's one of those that didn't have to be made, but it still has its humor. You're just like, yeah, that doesn't make sense, but we're going to go with it. Still fun. Although that freeway scene. <laughs> right. Right, right. Yeah. But we're on Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid, which yeah. I'm pr- almost positive inspired those Lethal Weapon movies because the, the dynamic between these two. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. I, I would bet that this one 
It was probably one of those, like, I don't know, what would you call it? Just just a, a film that inspires so many other films. Like, this is kind of, I don't know, probably one of the first. I don't know if it's the original, but it's 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 a very uh, important, like, buddy comedy film. And yeah, I bet you could trace, inspired like... Maverick. Yeah, you could trace... All, all, I don't know. Anybody comedy that came after this one could be traced probably directly back to Butch Cassidy because it's I would be OK with assuming that because it just makes sense. Makes sense. There's usually, you know, a friendly, like charming guy and then a more taciturn, like grump on the outside guy. It's it's now a very well-worn uh, kind of trope that we see in films. But mm-hmm. at the time, I don't think I, I think it was pretty revolutionary and was one of the reasons why it made this film so fun and has, you know, is one of the reasons why it is still a film that people love to watch and is so uh, like, I don't know, it, it's an important Western. I think it's an important film. And it's just like even now, how many years after this? This one came out in 1969. So decades, decades and decades after this one came out, like we watched it. I was looking forward to it and had a great time, you know, look, you know, seeing this one. Yeah, that this one is fun because it does give you that traditional Western at times. Like it's not the typical always high noon fight. Somebody came into town, but it does have those aspects of the calling out over the poker game. Somebody trying to challenge somebody else gun shooting with seeing who's has the quickest hands right. where <laughs> and oof, i this i think this is where my love of revolvers came from oh, is this just this because one? of the whole spinning the cylinders but just the westerns in general i think is where it gave me that oh, love sure for that kind of firearm yeah the the I, I don't know i'm not a gun guy like you are but it's there's something something interesting something special about that particular gun it's it's like you know completely tied to this genre of filmmaking like mm-hmm. i you can't i don't think you can look at one of those guns and think like anything but a western film well you know i i think these these sorts of guns the revolvers you could also see a lot of them in i don't know like 70s cop films think of like oh know, yeah serpico like or whatever harry yeah and I, I you know i think there was a, a common thing but whenever you look at one of those guns it's it's i think it's almost impossible not to think of a western or a butch cassidy or anything like that because it's, you know, that was the technology at the time, but also, you know. It imprinted. Something the Western gunplay is just, uh, it's it's a fun thing to watch. Yeah, because you also like back in the high noon fights. Yeah. If somebody had an automatic, well, you're just going to be spraying and praying. There's not going to be much accuracy. Yeah. But when you're limited to six shots, mm-hmm. you have to be skilled, especially if you're going up against like an army and you're on your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, and this, they did fantastic with their fight scene against that army that was a fat uh, the whole ending of this one is fascinating Mm -hmm. it was it was great uh, and harrowing and sad a little bit too yeah which we'll 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 get to that because i know we have a lot of stuff i will just mention one thing Mm -hmm. when the reinforcements come for the i'm assuming it was like the federales yeah (laughs) only two guys (laughs) like we had to come because of two guys (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that just shock and disbelief was just so clear and evident. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I mm-hmm. mean, and hey, who can blame them? Just two, it's just two guys taking out everybody. What the heck? Yeah. And yet again, another donkey branding that gave them away. I know. I saw that. I was like, oh my God, Steven, I, <laughs> the donkey yeah. serial number, or the VIN number you were saying. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I, I guess like, that was a common damn. thing. I, uh, 
I I well, don't know what it's yeah, just for, like but a I, cattle would get stolen off of farms or something. Yeah, I I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right that farmers and just plantation workers would brand their animals to make sure that if somebody it got away, they know which farm to take it to, or somebody stole it. You can prove like, nope, that's mine. That's my brand. Absolutely. Yeah, I think you're I think that's 100 percent correct. I I, th- I thought it was interesting that this brand that we saw on this donkey or horse was the exact same one that was used in Treasure of the Sierra Madre. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that was on purpose. Maybe, you know, even in this film, they're they're calling back to earlier Westerns that they can emulate. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised that occasionally you have stuff like that kind of like Pixar, how they make films that all of a sudden you like. You'll feed, see certain toys in the background, like Monsters, Inc. You have like a little reference to Toy Story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, hey, why not? Yeah. I, I think that's kind of the fun of, make, uh, of filmmaking. You know, if you're if you're working on a film of this level, then I mean, what did they say? Uh, 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 I don't know. Good artists copy and great artists steal or something. Something like that. But I think a simpler thing is the greatest form of flattery. How imitation <laughs> like is the greatest form of flattery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Absolutely. I. You know, I don't know too much about George Roy Hill, the director of this film. I This is kind of the only film of his that I know about. But he, given the way this film was made and how well it it was crafted, yeah, I think he, he went into creating this one very much with like, I want to pay uh, homage to, uh, you know, the, the masters that came before me and maybe help and, and try to put my own unique stamp on this thing by you know making it a fun kind of buddy comedy and yeah i think you could attribute a lot of that to the screenwriter william goldman who also wrote the princess bride um oh yes that speaks for who you don't need anything else of a resume other than that i mean you get these two things on your resume princess bride and butch cassidy Mm -hmm. it's like dude you're done like i mean you You, can retire (laughs) Mm -hmm. well like just as you were saying like the buddy comedy that just when they were robbing the trains. Yeah. Right. Think you use enough dynamite there, Butch. <laughs> I know. I, I love, I love their relationship. I, I think they was both sort of a, a mutual respect and a lot of time spent together, but they're also just like, I don't know, needling each other, not afraid to like jab at each other if they need to. Well, yeah, it's just cause like, Oh, it's a fancier safe. Let's put all the dynamite. All the dynamite. Like yeah. maybe, Start with some I, and then use more. <laughs> work work up to using all of the dynamite. And, you know, yeah. I, I I would bet that safe isn't going to stand up to like three or four rounds of a little dynamite. Instead, yeah. you use all of the dynamite and not just like open the safe, but like blew up the train blew up car, the train car <laughs> exploded all the money everywhere. Uh-huh. I, I do appreciate that the fact that they were robbing for themselves, like they weren't just like killing people willy-nilly i mean yeah like they were yeah. pretty nice to that the security was he a security guard or just like somebody who isn't enlist hired to protect the money oh, woodcock yeah uh yeah woodcock yeah. they were pretty nice to him like dude come on were, we don't want to hurt you so like nice get away from the door yeah i think that's one of the reasons why they were so well liked is like you know killing wasn't on their agenda they just they were there for the money and I like that. And they're like, hey, let us see you. And they run into him again. And they're like, come on. I'm not that dumb. Right, yeah. But they actually, I think they legitimately wanted to see him. I think so. Like, hey, it's Woodcock. Because they're all buddy. You know, we we almost killed yeah. him last time. We got to make sure we're not killing him. We, we don't want to. We don't want him to die. <laughs> yeah. And they like they tried their best. They're like, come on, Woodcock. Just it's not worth it. What like, do you, you think? You're, we're going to get in there. Do you think your boss is going to care if you go, if you die 
protecting his money. And he didn't like that boss showed later on, like the only thing he, he was interested in, I forget the boss's name. Um, start Efrenin or uh, whatever it was. I don't know. Um, was in like keeping his money or getting revenge on the people who tried to screw with his money. Yeah. He spent more money on getting revenge than actually the money he was trying to get revenge. Yeah, for. absolutely. Which is that guy has serious yeah. fuck you money. If he could do that sort of thing, maybe not somebody I, they should have messed with in the, not, no. not just once, but twice. Huh. Yeah. And the crack move, how they, they, cause they could have blown the train up when they ran into Woodcock again. Could have, could have done but anything. Yeah. They took, they took the time to trick him outside so they wouldn't blow him up again. <laughs> <laughs> Which is an amazing way of doing it. Who, who, who was doing the voice of the old lady? Was that Butch? Butch. Yeah. It was Butch. He was doing the old lady voice. <laughs> <laughs> A very good mimic. I'll say that. Um, <laughs> yeah. At, it's like hey come on out we don't want to blow you up <laughs> no like we we didn't want to blow you up the first time but you were being stubborn but that yeah, you know, we, we patched like, you up a little bit and hey we're all friends here. there was mutual respect there because he has to do his job they're doing theirs like we're just on the opposite side right now we have no animosity i know yeah i yeah hole in the wall gang certainly didn't and they were making some good points like i you know woodcock hey if you get a good job you want to keep that job times are tough mm-hmm at any time in history like if you get a job you don't want to do anything to endanger it but also they made a good point why are you risking your life and like because butch and sundance were going to get into that uh train car they weren't just going to say oh sorry woodcock we didn't realize that you were you know a man of morals and and determination here we'll just be on our way they were going to get that money yeah the first time makes sense because he had to try like not just open the door but the second time he could have just been like, hey, guys, I'm going to open it. But can you blow it up so it at least looks like I try to resist again? I know. Yeah, done something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I, I would have, but and I know you're going to get in. So just just help me out. Just blow it up for yeah. me. And they would <laughs> like, have. Shoot me in the leg. They 100% would have because Butch and Sundance are like are nothing but, you know, very uh, amiable, giving, helpful people. Yeah, I'm sure they probably would have like like folded a 20th pocket, like, go get dinner, man. Yeah, like, yeah. have fun. Take a weekend Treat off. Treat yourself, <laughs> man. <laughs> But the original Parks and Rec reference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it would have worked. Everybody would have been great. Woodcock probably would have been okay. You know, he had a valid excuse. And mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe, maybe Butch and Sundance wouldn't have been chased across what looked like, I don't know, two or three states. They were on the run oh, for a long time, it seemed like. A long time with the iconic phrase, who are those guys? Who, yeah, who are those guys? With this at every every time they can track us over rock. Who are those guys? I felt like I was watching a Lord of the Rings movie where the people being chased need to rest and sleep, but yeah. they're just being followed by like orcs that don't rest. It's relentless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have very much had that sort of feel. And again, I wouldn't be surprised if Peter Jackson was sort of used that as inspiration for his Lord of the Rings films. Yeah, and oh, that scene where they had to jump into the water. Like, oh shit. <laughs> That famous one. I, that yeah. could also be a good <laughs> subtitle. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that was. Well, now we have back to big game. We're all gonna oh, die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that that was. Oh. That's a very famous. I think uh, in this film there are probably there are loads of like really famous moments in this film, but there are probably like three really really famous moments. And I think one of them mm-hmm. is the whole raindrops keep falling in my head bicycle ride. Yeah, that gets used a lot, and I, was wasn't that like in Spider Man Three as well? Some of that, yeah, yeah, during that that dance scene, that well, very well, uh, misguided, ill inspired dance scene. 
down yeah, the street. We won't mention that more. Uh, than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was done in this film. It always, to me, kind of feels out of place. Like the whole bike ride between uh, Butch and what was her name, Etta, um, mm-hmm. is nice. But that song is just like, what? What's happening? Well, I think it's just a popular song back then. They had the rides. I think it was. I think that song was made for this film because huh. Burt Bacharach well, did the popular. score for this music or for this film, mm-hmm. and he wrote that song. So I think it was made specifically for this film. Which yeah, the, it's kind of funny because it's like it's a very happy moment that they're showing, yeah. and then the raindrops falling at him. Like I not quite. I like I, I I get the the motivation behind it, but the um sound of that song the very modern feel of that song just feels always feels out of place for me i do agree with that but i you know, i did love a fun scene the bull sequence <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah they crash through that that or he oh he's he's showing off on his bicycle and just doing tricks and then he ends up crashing into that bull's like corral <laughs> getting chased down yeah. and it's like sticks his tongue out at it and like oh that was a mistake <laughs> yeah. Don't piss off a bull, man. Yeah. Mm-mm. So there's <laughs> that thing should have easily been able to take down the bike. Oh yeah. Oh come on. Yeah. No. No. No competition. I mean, I. That's probably why Butch ran away so fast because he was thinking, "Oh shit." Yeah. I would play that phrase again, but I've already used it once. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um. So there's that scene. There's this. Yeah. Jumping into the like rapids scene. I. I think the first time I saw this, I was waiting for them to go over a waterfall and for them to yell, oh, shit again. Um, <laughs> yeah, that that would make sense. Yeah. But I, like they narrowly escaped, like the their pursuers were catching up to them at that point. Like for, for most yeah, they of kept the, on trying uh, a lot of things to lose them. I don't know how they did. I mean, I guess they got like the best tracker in the world or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But I there were some points where I'm like, how do you track somebody over just like bare not really dusty rock uh, Mm -hmm. and for that long and at nighttime too like it it didn't make a lot of sense to me but it you know they kept going and it made this part of the film just really i forgot how tense this part can make you feel it does like if it wasn't for the fact that this is a western i would 100 think that they tagged the money and were just tracking them with gps like that's how accurate they were tracking them i know yeah they ditched one horse they knew which trail to take. Like they, they never split up to like, oh, we'll take this path. You take this. Yeah. Like maybe the tracker knew, oh, well, this horse tracks is a little bit deeper. So they must be riding this horse together and use this one as a decoy. But still like the rocks ditching the second horse. Yeah. yeah. So many things that should have worked mm-hmm. and just didn't Did until they got to got to water where like I'd like to see somebody track somebody through water. Really? Yeah. That one seems the impossible. But that was jumped in. They had to. What other choice did they have left? And I think that's uh, Sundance knew it. He's like, I can't swim, but if if we don't do this, then you know, mm-hmm. gonna die. Yeah. Oh, kind of another lethal weapon number two, where they fall out of the hotel room. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not quite the same, but a very similar scenario. Big fall into water. I can't swim. I can't swim. <laughs> a little bit of that one. A little bit of a, a Murta on the toilet. It's like we got to do this. Uh. Oh yeah, so Nicole, we're gonna cover Lethal Weapon, everybody. Apparently, to yeah, reference this keeps that one up. thing. <laughs> Nicole came in on that scene, and she nothing like what's going on. Like, there's a bomb in the toilet. Yeah, okay. She so sits down, <laughs> and Riggs and Murtra have that moment of, "Hey, um, Riggs," and like, and like they just stare at each other for like two seconds. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, Murtra was like, "Hey, Riggs," and Riggs just like, "I know, I know, I know,", I know. Yeah. and she's like. 
what was that? I'm like, wow, that it's, is the way that love. 90s men would communicate. They're not going to say it out loud. I'm not going to hug. It's just going to be like, you just know yeah. when you don't speak, that's when you're being intimate. And she's like, that's stupid. No, that's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Why should we be able like, to voice our, our love? Like nowadays, people will just say it. I love you, like, man. People are more comfortable. Big yeah, old hug. Exactly. One of those like back patting hugs. Come on. I love mm-hmm. you, man. But for then, me knowing like how t- like standoffish guys were back in the 90s, mm-hmm. that was like, wow. Like that moment just had volume. You're just like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, it, I think it's still an effective scene. And then, yeah. you know, follows it up with a big old bang that they somehow make <laughs> out of by diving into a tub. It was a That would not have worked, but I do love the toilet flying in the air. <laughs> hey. And it hits the car that's been beaten up the entire damn movie that started out new. Oh, that poor car. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you would think we were talking, you would think we were watching uh, Lethal Weapon this week, but no. We're <laughs> no, it's just these movies are very similar, are, so it yeah. keeps on triggering stuff. Yeah. And one thing that Riggs and Murtaugh know not to do is go to a foreign country where you stand out as the white people to try to be robbers. That does not work. I don't know why they, I don't know. Butch was said on Bolivia because I guess he had heard like fifth hand some rumor about like, hey, it's, it's, you know, everybody is going to welcome you and the gold is just flowing out of the banks. It's, it's going to be the best thing ever. And then they end up getting there and it's the exact opposite. But I was watching this film and it, you know, there's sort of a, a little sepia tone slideshow of them mm-hmm. traveling to South America. And they end up in New York like City, I guess, for a good portion of yeah. that little uh, interstitial slideshow thing. And I was, just found myself thinking like, guys, why aren't you just staying there? I mean, you know, I know it doesn't have the, the gunfighting thrill. It's, it's a big city and you can't get away with robbing banks very easily. But mm-hmm. People are on your tail. Maybe you should just lay low there for a little while instead of going straight down to Bolivia. Which I think that did help them lose the tail, but yeah. then they picked up a new one. An, uh, <laughs> yeah, a, a, an army, an entire army on their tail. Yeah, don't piss off a foreign country. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, you know, was a little bit more impressed with how Bolivia dealt with it than like wherever they were in America, Wyoming or whatever. I don't know. Um, like they, it wasn't like they just sent a few people from the local sheriff's office or something. It's like, let's send our entire military down to take care of these two guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and boy, did they in like the other, in that third super famous moment from this film, how it ends. Yeah. Which is ugh, sad, <sighs> but yeah, they, before then they spend a good portion of time just like holding up Bolivian banks with their very limited yeah. Spanish. Yeah, and I, lo- I love that. Skip to the next part. Their hands are already up. <laughs> They're already on the wall. Go to the next line. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that's, that's just, yeah. yeah. I was impressed. I don't know. I thought Butch kind of, he picked up Spanish pretty well. Um, he picked it up, but he didn't like, he memorized. He did what I used to do in elementary school. I would memorize the practice test answers. <laughs> And then they weren't like mixing the test up then. So I would learn the equation and the stuff long enough to take the test and then forget it the next day. So like you couldn't ask me how to do it. I would just know the sequence. So he was memorizing the phrases in what order they should be said rather than actually knowing what they mean. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I'm like you're not learning Spanish. You're just learning stuff to say in a certain order. That's how I learned Spanish in high school because, you know, 
school systems being broken is a different topic but anyway um that's a whole other podcast yes, yeah yeah uh hey yeah tin t- it kind of worked for them they got in trouble later on one oh those, yeah <laughs> uh uh bolivian banditos i guess were after them killed uh yeah, what's and- his face i the guy who gave them that job or whatever i don't know oh yeah the when they actually took jobs as protecting money rather than robbing yeah, it yeah 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 <laughs> like well this has come for a full circle hey you know it works for a lot of people i i think you know it, it that if you get caught and you're you're about to face like life in jail or something then hey mm-hmm. why not work for the people you were robbing gets yeah. you out and you're I an expert on the matter so butch going i've never shot a man this is a fine moment to bring this up. Why didn't Sundance know that until that moment when they were about to die? I mm-hmm. like their their relationship has is is very sweet and nice, but it also has such huge holes in it. I just don't understand their history. It's very well, silly. They probably bonded over bank robberies and never decided to talk more because it didn't require it. They were able to do their job without having to open up more. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just goes to show you how just uh, how good Butch is at being uh, like a great talker. You know, he he had Sundance, he even Sundance fooled over his history. Yeah. You know, because the, I guess he was always able to talk his way out of violence in a fight. So why would uh, Sundance ever need to know? I don't know. They just kept it really well hidden. Yeah. But then, I, hey, you know, Butch came back and like proved his mettle there. Like. I bet Sundance did get the majority of those those uh, robbers, those thieves there. But Butch he, took he out a couple. Did yeah? He said he'd never shot at a person, right? Didn't, but that wasn't saying like he's never shot. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if but, if yeah. you're gonna be alive during that time, especially if you're gonna be a bank robber, you gotta know how to fire <laughs> a gun in a general oh, yeah. direction. Mm-hmm. It's like just aim for center mass. So at least you hit something. <laughs> Hey, good advice. That's what that's what I've always heard from every movie I've seen. Yep. But uh, then so this one that doesn't go well for them. Then they end up on the run again. Uh huh. And then they face off with this army. And before we go with this epic and iconic send off, mm-hmm. is there any other scenes or favorite moments you want to cover before this? I'm gonna say going out in a blaze of glory scene. Oh, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Not necessarily. This one, this film has a fairly straightforward plot. There's a lot of little subplots yeah. that happen, but it's not the most complicated of stories. That the film isn't short, like it's not long, right. but there's not a lot, as you said, happening, but it still moves along well. So yeah. it, it keeps, keeps you having a good time with passing time it does easily. yeah which is impressive this one's an hour and 50 minutes long at a time when it didn't credits weren't yeah, didn't like, like 10 minutes long yeah and the thing is like most of the credits it all happened were at the happening beginning. at the beginning yeah, yeah and then at the end they had some like they actually had an alternate credit sequence in the special features oh, they did. which yeah, is literally just out. black background with credits <laughs> <laughs> yeah so but yeah so for the blaze of glory the blaze of, which <sighs> I don't know. You think they 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 might get out of it? They might make it out alive because before the whole the entire army comes around, yeah, like they they were doing pretty they, good. They were taking out a lot of what I'm assuming were just sort of the local police or yeah, I don't know, federal police, whatever it was. Uh, like they they got both shot a couple of times, but mm-hmm. like until that final scene where you see all of those what I'm assuming is military people 
or or the federal police or whatever just piling into that little uh i don't know town square thing i'm thinking like oh hey they might make it out alive they're gonna be beat the hell up and and they got bullets inside yeah, of them hurt. but you know they'll limp away mm-hmm. because you know sundance has taken out all of them those the most of the police mm-hmm. just aren't great shots i guess and the only time no. they're able to get butch and sand sundance is when they're kind of cornered in yeah and when that army shows up though i'm like okay maybe they're gonna find a clever way just to hide and get out right. like not of course not go head on against yeah, them find a tunnel but then something. when they yeah they cut back to them and they look pale as like hell like this i mean yeah they've lost a lot of blood already and they're like like, oh that's yeah we know where this is going (laughs) which is sad because the the whole the tragedy of this ending for me is that they don't know how many people are now out there they don't know that the entire Mm. police force of the country or the military is is now waiting for them they're just like okay we got a couple more guys we can do it do you i don't know i maybe i got a different impression because when they go running out, even if it's a couple more guys, it wouldn't make sense to run out even if you're just taking on a couple because you could still get hit if you're that exposed. Probably. I, I feel so, like they didn't know the enormity of what was waiting for them. I think they might have known that they were going to be killed. So they were just going to go out fighting. Yeah. But I think so. I think they knew what was out there for them, like death, not. But you're right. Yeah. How many guns? <laughs> Like, I think there's a reason they freeze frame it on them just running out, <laughs> shooting their guns, because otherwise the next second would just be like just petrified. Oh, shit. Face. Petrified. And then like the opening of RoboCop where they where they just get like meat chunks torn from them. It was just disgusting. I feel like they would just get cremation right there. But how <laughs> yeah. riddled with bullets they would have them in. Uh, they would that... not be able to carry them away in one piece. No, absolutely not. That would have not been a great ending, I don't think. I think the the way it ended was the perfect ending. Mm-mm. Yeah, you hear the like cacophony of of gunshots, the like dual cacophony of gunshots. But yeah. you the last image you see of them is Butch and Sundance like together going off in a blaze of glory and just like as Razor Murtal, as we say, you know, the their their buddy guy love. They're they're in it till the end. And that's <laughs> For them, that's the best way to go out. Yeah, it, it was on their terms for the most part. Yeah, and they were together. You know, they were Butch Cassidy and the Sundance mm-hmm. Kid. You know, it wasn't one or the other. Yep, and their legend will continue because ha- the re- paper saying how many it took to take them down. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. We we had to call in the National Army to take down two <laughs> two guys? Just two guys? Just two Yankees. <laughs> two, two banditos Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, well, I guess. Yeah, I thought it was really effective and tragic, uh, but fun to the end, man. It was fun to the end. So I'm guessing for you, this one is a rent or a buy. God, I This is one of those films that I think is everybody loves it and everybody talks. It's it's a classic film that just everybody talks about. It's 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 overplayed. It's overtalked. It's it's just it's, you know. The Citizen Kane of Westerns or whatever. I, it, but it's still, every time I've seen it, I, st- I don't think like, uh, I'm going to watch this again. I think, hell yeah, I get to watch this one again. It's going to be so much fun. So, so this one is like an I, insta-buy for me. Okay. So yeah. So I didn't buy this one. I will. Okay. I, I got... Oh, you I were just, waiting for the sale. Yeah, the sale that never came. You and I were both waiting for it. The, the sale that never came that... I was able to get a copy from work. Okay. So 
I watched it because I didn't watch it in forever. I like, I knew I enjoyed it the first time I watched it, but I forgot like how much. I'm like, yeah. man, I really want to buy this right now and just finish watching it in 4K. I'm like, you know what? No, no. Watch it now the way it was looking originally. And then later when it goes on sale, yeah. it is an insta buy. So it is worth having in your collection, mm-hmm. plain and simple. I think it's a movie that has a lot of good replay value. It's not mm-hmm. some movies we've seen that that I've bought. Like, I don't know what other Westerns are there. We've done like The Proposition or something. Yeah. Those are movies where it's like, God, this is good. And I think I'm glad I have it, but it's going to be a long time before I see this one again. Mm-hmm. Like I can see Butch casting a Sundance kid. Not that I'm calling it a background movie, mm-hmm. but it can easily be a background where yeah. you can sit down and catch up wherever you're at. Oh yeah. 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 If you, if you're flipping through chat, I don't know. We don't really flip through channels anymore, but at a time when we were, um, if this is a movie that you came in halfway through, I would totally sit through and watch the rest of it, even though I haven't seen the first half. Yeah. So it is an insta buy. It's it's great. I mean, Newman and Redford together again in the like we did the sting. I think the I don't know which one came first. I think Butch Cassidy might have come first. I think that came first. And then the sting, the two movies that they were both in together. And just mm-hmm. like, God, they need to be in more movies together. They're so good on screen together. They they just are. So God. It was fun. I loved it. You loved it. And I hope you enjoyed mm-hmm. this episode. So thank you for listening. Uh, this is, we're, we're continuing our Westerns apace and they're so much fun and I can't wait to get to the next one. I think the next one is going to have a very different tone. Very much so. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> may not be as, as, uh, not bloody and, and fun and genteel as this one, but I think it's, it's a good, as all Westerns that we've chosen this month, it's going to be a good one. Can't wait to t- see that one and talk about it with you. And in the meantime, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Make sure you spread the word about more movies, please. Uh, we love doing this podcast and we would love more people to hear about it. So give it a rating and review wherever you can. Share it out with the world. And we just appreciate whatever you can do for it. So until next time, I've been Sean Anderson here with my, uh, I don't know, my, 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 What's a good adjective for you? A Western themed adjective. Sundance Steven. <laughs> Sundance Steven. I'm just going to say howdy do and I'm Stephen Reyes. <laughs> I like that one. Hey, you've been listening to more movies. Please. Please.